Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human podcast. I am your host, Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. Well, the time that I'm recording this is July 2nd, 2023. And I am going to talk to you about one of my whys of why I started this Ironman triathlon journey. Now, I do have two whys of why I started this Ironman triathlon journey, but the second why is actually written and spoke on the TEDx stage. And you could find that on YouTube or I will share it in the link below. But if you've been following me for a while, you may know a little bit about this, the why behind my Ironman triathlon journey. And you might understand a little bit about how it all came together. But this is the full on story about why my grandfather, my mom's dad, played a huge role in this Ironman triathlon journey and why butterflies play a significant role in my everyday life, whether it's accomplishing an Ironman, whether it's starting a business, whether it's making a decision, whether it's me moving down to Costa Rica. Butterflies have played a major role in my life, and now I want to share this story with you if you have not heard this story, because it's a pretty powerful story. And I have to say, happy birthday, Grandpa. July 2nd, 1911, you were born and you played a major role in my life. And here we are in 2023, you still play a major role in my world. And I'm forever grateful for this. And I'm not supposed to be crying yet. This is just the beginning of the podcast. So, It was 1989, and I was 17 years old, and I was watching the ABC Wild World of Sports. Some of you may remember the tagline, especially if we're about the same age, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And you might remember the the skier going going down that hill, right? And it was the Ironman World Championship in Kona, Hawaii. And if you don't know what an Ironman is, it's a 2.4-mile swim, a 112-mile bike, and a 26.2 marathon run. And I was watching Mark Allen and Dave Scott just going neck and neck. And now they call it the Iron War. And the Iron War played a significant role in my life as well, as, as it did for a lot of triathletes, right? Because these guys were going neck and neck at the swim, at the bike, and you just saw 
One, you saw the fitness with these guys, but then you saw the mindset and how they fed off of each other was absolutely incredible. And Mark and Dave were running under six minute miles on this marathon course, which it was insane to fathom that, you know, for a girl who hated running. (laughs) Anyways, Mark crossed the finish line at first that day in eight hours and eight hours and six seconds. Now, an hour later, the first female crossed the finish line, Paula Newby Frazier. And I sat there and was floored by this woman because I thought, man, these guys did it. Now she's doing it. Like it's the same playing field. It's the same distance. It's the same environment. It's the, it's their equal, they're on the equal playing field. And she just did it an hour later. How incredible is that? And I thought to myself, all right, that is what I need to do. By the time I'm 30, I want to do an Ironman triathlon. I want to do the one in Kona. That was it. I knew that at 17 years old that I was going to do the Ironman World Championship in Kona, Hawaii. Well, I don't know, a month passed or a couple months passed or whatever that was. I was talking to my mom and my grandpa. I don't know if we were on the phone or in person. And I remember telling them that I said, hey, I watched the ABC Wide World of Sports. I saw this event online and I want to do the Ironman World Championship triathlon in Hawaii by the time I'm 30. And my mom was like, okay, sure. And my grandpa was like, all right, let's do it. He goes, when you go, I'll go with you. I'll be one of your sponsors. And I thought, nah, grandpa played a major role in my life just as a human being. Grandpa was a lieutenant colonel in the army. He was in the World War II. He was in Italy. I don't know the details. He had a per- he received a purple heart. And grandpa was fit his whole life. Like he he's like, "Oh, I went swimming with the boys today," you know. And his I, you know, most of the time it was probably just sitting in the pool talking to the boys and then they would go drink their coffee and have a donut. But it's still got him active, right? He still stayed active, which was amazing. So grandpa was my, he was grandpa. Like he was grandpa, y'all. And if you've had that as a woman or as a girl, and if you've had that, that knowledge of a man, of a, of a human being, you know what I'm talking about. And it's beautiful. It was beautiful. Anyways, So grandpa and I had this conversation and I remember getting a letter from him and I still have the letter to this day. I should frame it. And it says, when you go to Hawaii, I'll sponsor you. And I thought, wow, he's he's serious about this, right? So I did my first ever triathlon in 1992 and it was at it was the YMCA in Janesville, Wisconsin. And it was an 800 meter swim, a 12 mile bike and a, I think it was a longer than a 5k run. And I had a, I had a mountain bike and I did it, but I had a journal. And in that journal, I put, I did my first triathlon. I can do anything. Yes, that is what I wrote. And I thought, oh my God, I can, I can do this. I can make this happen. And 
we'll talk about how that all started. And because let's talk about it. I hated running. Once again, that's another podcast. We'll talk about that later. This is about grandpa because it's to, today is grandpa's birthday, July 2nd. So I was doing triathlons with my mountain bike. I ended up borrowing a triathlon bike or a road bike. And then I bought a road bike way too big for me. I bought a Trek. Of course, I lived in Wisconsin. Of course, I'm going to buy a Trek. And I started doing little little races. Like I started doing the Danskin Triathlon in Milwaukee. I did a race in Baraboo, Wisconsin. Then I moved down to Gulfport, Mississippi. Not a lot of triathlons down there because of there's not there wasn't really good bodies of waters in Mississippi. Uh, we had to either go to Florida or Texas, right? But I did 5Ks. I did my first half marathon in New Orleans. I did 10Ks. I did duathlons. I did run bike runs. Oh my God, I had so much fun. I went and did a triathlon in Florida, in uh, Santa Rosa, Florida. And there's a picture of me with my hair down and I'm running. And I'm like, how did I do that? Which is ironic because that's sort of where I'm at now. So I'm, I'm going back to my roots, right? No pun intended. Anyways, I moved to San Antonio, Texas. And at this point, I didn't really get into the triathlon, but I started running. And that's when I did my first marathon because I thought, if I'm going to do this Ironman thing, I have to figure out how to do a marathon. We'll talk about that in another podcast. So then I said to myself, oh my gosh, I am about to turn 30. And I have this goal of doing the Ironman triathlon. And I really wanted to do the Ironman World Championship triathlon by the time I was 30. But I realized that, eek, that's not going to happen. But I can at least do an Ironman triathlon, right? So in 2000, I signed up for Mrs. T's Chicago uh, triathlon. It was an international distance. It was an Olympic distance triathlon. It was a 1.5K swim, a 40K bike, and a 10K run. And guess who I met? I met Paula Newby Frazier, the woman that inspired me to do the Ironman triathlon. And I was very overwhelmed and very touched. Bought a t-shirt. She signed it for me. I still have that t-shirt to this day. And then I hired a coach. Because I knew that I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm about to turn 30. I got to do an Ironman and I want to do a half Ironman before I do an Ironman as well. So I signed up with a coach, Shelly O'Brien, still coaching to this day. And I signed up for an Ironman 70.3 in Lubbock. And I signed up for Ironman Wisconsin in 2002. In 2001, Shelly was like, well, we want to start doing, start doing some long distance stuff. So I did a duathlon in San Angelo, Texas. And it, I don't, it was Jack Weiss race. It was a great race. It was a 10K run. I want to say a 60K bike and a 5K run. At that point, I had no idea how I was going to do. I think I placed, I don't remember. I think I got fifth in my age group or something like that. I was in that 25 to 29 year age group, right? And I qualified for the world championship 
duathlon in the Netherlands. And that, the Netherlands was, I think, the same race or same distance, 10K, 60K, 5K. And this was in 2001. And I was, and this was in April. In May of 2001, Grandpa passed. Oh, you guys, my world was crushed. The man that was supposed to go to Hawaii with me, the man that was supposed to be cheering me on for the rest of my life, he was gone. He was gone. One day, I was out on Highway 211 on my bike. And I just started crying. And I thought to myself, why am I, why am I out here? Why am I doing this? My grandpa's not here with me. He's not going to be able to race with me. He's not going to be able to go to Hawaii with me. Why am I getting ready for this, this, this duathlon? This is ridiculous. My grandpa just passed. As I was cresting a hill on 211, I had this thought in my head. And I just, I was crying and I just missed grandpa so much. And all of a sudden as I'm crossing this hill and I still see it to this day, I see a swarm of yellow butterflies just floating all around me. And I just stopped. I stopped my bike and I thought, oh my God, grandpa is still with me. Grandpa is still with me. He's going to be with me for the rest of my life. He is going to be with me for the rest of my life through butterflies. In 2001, September 10th, I accomplished the long distance duathlon in the Netherlands on Grandparents Day. And my mom was there cheering me on. And we saw butterflies as we were hugging. It was the most beautiful moment that we had together. Probably one of the hardest races I've ever done. We fly back September 10th, 2001. We wake up the next day, September 11th, 2001. And Grandpa would have been that man to put on his army fatigues and would have marched right on over to New York. And he's like, what can I do to help? He would have been, he would have been. That was a beautiful moment for my mom and I, because we knew grandpa was around anywhere we went through butterflies. Then 2002 came along. Oh my God. So many moments out on 211 in San Antonio. So many butterflies during my runs, during my swims, during my work, so many butterflies, so many times I saw grandpa during my training out in San Antonio, during my, during so many monumental moments of my life, I am proud to say that I crossed the finish line in 2002 at Ironman, Wisconsin, six weeks before my 31st birthday. So yes, I accomplished that rate. I accomplished the Ironman triathlon by the time I was 30. But I, what I realized is I did not accomplish that race. And that race was the Ironman World Championship in Kona, Hawaii. So let's move forward because remember, I've done 15 Ironman triathlons. The butterflies 
have always been surrounding me during so many moments of my life. During my swims, during my bikes, during my runs, but not just with training, with moments of sadness, moments, moments of the unknown, not really sure of what I was going to do with my life. I remember coming down to Costa Rica for the very first time in 2019, and we'll talk about that at another podcast. But I remember seeing butterflies everywhere I went. And I thought to myself, Grandpa, you're always going to play a role with me. 2017, Ironman Montreblanc. Butterflies carried me to that finish line. And not only was it butterflies, but it was the support and the love that I had from my husband at the time, from my family, my sister-in-law, my niece, my nephew was there. And the butterflies that I saw in that course, oh, there's a butterfly right outside my window right now. He's watching us, you guys. 2017 was one of the best years of my life, one of the most monumental years of my life, because I qualified for Kona at Ironman Montreblanc with my husband at the time. It was an absolutely beautiful moment. Maybe Ironman Montreblanc might be another podcast, but I placed third in my age group that day. I knew the girl in first placed already got her slot to Kona. And when I heard Mike Riley say to me at the awards ceremony, hey, Jen, because we have a good relationship, hey, Jen, you want to go to Kona? I said, yes. And I remember saying, Grandpa, we're going to Kona. Eight weeks later, y'all, I go to Kona. I don't think I was fully recovered. And on my YouTube channel, I talk about Kona. And I'm not going to, somehow I'll probably try to convert that conversation on the podcast, but we'll do that at some other time. And guess what? That butterfly is still out there. Anyways, I get to Kona. I saw butterflies everywhere I went. My mom was there. My husband at the time was there. My best friend and her good friend was there. My mom's friend was there. There were so many people cheering me on that day. But you know who was cheering me on that day? And who has cheered me on since the moment I said to him that I wanted to do the Ironman World Championship? It was Grandpa. That was a tough race. It was probably one of the hardest races I've ever done. It was eight weeks after I qualified, so my body wasn't recovered by any means at all. But let me share the story with you about that day. It was at mile 15 on the run. I literally hit the wall. Like, I just was like, bam. And I thought, oh, God, I got 11 more miles to go. How am I going to do this? And I saw butterflies throughout the course the rest of the way home, the rest of the way to the finish line. And as I was going down, I can't think of the road, as I was going down to turn right on Alihi Drive, 
I saw my mom and I saw her best friend, Kathy. And I looked at her and we made eye contact. And her and I both knew that grandpa was with me that day. We both knew. And y'all, when I turned right on Alihi Drive, I saw the lights. I saw the red carpet. And I did not, y'all, I did not want that race to end because I didn't want to forget about grandpa and that goal that we had together. And if you go back into my Instagram or my Facebook, you will see the ugly cry, the ugly cry because I accomplished a goal that I set for myself 28 years ago. And I didn't want to tend because I didn't want to forget about grandpa. I didn't want to forget that moment that he was with me the whole time. And when I heard friends yelling for me and family yelling for me, and then I heard Mike Riley say to me, Jen Rulon, you are an Iron Man. And I raised my hands up and I looked up to the sky and I said, Grandpa, we did it. We did it. And it was the most beautiful, hardest race I have ever done. But I had Grandpa by my side the whole time. And I still have Grandpa by my side to this day. That orange butterfly is still out in front of me right now. When I moved down to Costa Rica, I asked the universe, I said, universe, can you show me butterflies as my spirit animal, animal just to let me know that I'm on the right path? And I'd see butterflies every day. Finally, I asked the universe, universe, can you please show me a blue morph butterfly as my journey to know that I am on the right path as I'm living in Costa Rica? That's another podcast in itself. I've seen many blue morph butterflies. I've seen many butterflies on this journey of mine since 2001. And I know it's grandpa. I know grandpa surrounds me every single day. Grandpa, today, we would have been up north in Mackinac on Mullet Lake. We would have had everybody together, cooking burgers, celebrating the 4th of July, celebrating your birthday. Grandpa, you would have been 112 today. <laughs> and Grandpa, happy birthday. Grandpa, I'm going to keep chasing butterflies because I don't really want to catch them. Because when I catch them, that means I'm coming home to you. There you go. That's the real Coach Jen. And that is my why of doing the Ironman triathlon. If you guys, if y'all like the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, you know what to do. Share, comment, subscribe, like, do everything you can to get this, get this podcast out because... 
as we say in Costa Rica, Pura Vida and Ciao. Love you, Grandpa. Grandpa.